What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S., with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. It's Thursday, March 30th. I'm Priyanka Arabindi. And I'm Juanita Tolliver, and this is What A Day, where we asked for April Fool's Day to be on a weekend this year so we wouldn't have to cover the foolishness. Yeah, no offense to whoever does social media for our nation's top fast food brands. We're just not here for it. We love jokes, but we'll see you Monday. (laughs) (laughs) We love jokes. On today's show, the Manhattan Grand Jury investigating Donald Trump is taking a break for most of next month. Plus, a march filled with madness is about to end, for college hoops anyways. But first, yesterday, the Senate Health Committee hosted the Sanders-Schultz showdown that has been a long time coming. Now, it wasn't the WrestleMania pay-per-view event many had predicted, but former Starbucks chief executive Howard Schultz was questioned about the union-busting activities that have been recorded and reviewed by the National Labor Relations Board. Senator Sanders came in hot with a few call-outs during his opening statements. Take a listen to how he set the tone for the hearing. Over the past 18 months, Starbucks has waged the most aggressive and illegal union-busting campaign in the modern history of our country. That union-busting campaign has been led by Howard Schultz, the multi-billionaire founder and director of Starbucks, who is with us this morning only under the threat of subpoena. Let us be clear about the nature of Starbucks' vicious anti-union efforts. The National Labor Relations Board, NLRB, has filed over 80 complaints against Starbucks for violating federal labor law. There have been over 500 unfair labor practice charges lodged against the company, and judges have found that Starbucks broke the law 130 times across six states since workers began organizing in the fall of 2021. I mean, when the hearing is called, quote, no company is above the law, the need to end illegal union busting at Starbucks, the senator's framing was pretty on point. Yeah, it does not get clearer than that. So how does Schultz respond to all of this and the questions from the Democrats on the committee? Well, 
when I tell you this man was smug, oh my God. What you didn't hear in that clip was when he was smirking as Senator Sanders emphasized that he was only at the hearing because of the threat of subpoena. And he was taking casual sips from his Starbucks mugs and he was like really giving Scrooge to a tea. It was cringe. Every bit of it was cringe. That's so crazy to me. On top of all of that, he denied any and all wrongdoing. So take a listen to this exchange between Schultz and Sanders. Were you ever informed of or involved in a decision to fire a worker who was part of a union organizing drive? I was not. Were you ever informed of or involved in a decision to discipline a worker in any way who was part of a union organizing drive? I was not. Have you ever threatened, coerced, or intimidated a worker for supporting a union? I've had conversations that could have been interpreted in a different way than I intended. That's up to the person who received the information that I spoke to him about. Oof. <laughs> really? Really? I did nothing wrong. I never fired any unionizing workers. I might have been misinterpreted. Cool, cool. Got right? it. Like, that's what he's giving. <laughs> wild. That is so wild. Like, it's pretty ridiculous. All while he's sipping from his mug. <laughs> With the pinky rays, no less. Okay. <laughs> but Schultz also doubled down on refusing to read a statement outlining workers' rights to unionize as ordered by an administrative law judge, as he maintains that, quote, Starbucks coffee company did not break the law. And there was also this moment of complete ridiculousness when Schultz took issue with being called what he is, a multi-billionaire. Listen to this. Oh, God. Yes, I have billions of dollars. I earned it. No one gave it to me. Oof. And I've shared it constantly with the people of Starbucks. My guy. Like, really? You're on the defensive? You can't make this shit up? Like, does he expect us to empathize with him at this point? It's just a fact. Like, I feel like there is really, like, no way to uh, piss off a billionaire quite like telling them they're a billionaire or like asserting that to them. Like they get really defensive about it. It's real weird. Right. So that was his posture. Really defensive and really smug. So mm, hell of a combo. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. So if that was the line of questioning from Democrats, what were the Republicans on this committee asking Schultz? Like, I don't even really want to know. Girl, you know Republicans love a multi-billionaire. So they did yeah. the absolute least and honestly showered Schultz with praise. Senator Mitt Romney dropped a favorite line among the ultra-wealthy when he said, quote, it's somewhat rich, <laughs> rich that you're being grilled by people who have never had the opportunity to create a single job. Senator Bill Cassidy chimed in to declare that the NLRB is, quote, violating its own procedures. Somehow, someway, really? But both of them sound so detached from reality and the plight of workers, especially when the National Labor Relations Board has reportedly issued 83 legal complaints against the company so far in response to 513 unfair labor practice charges. So I'm expecting more complaints to come down the pipe on this. But what I am happy about today is that unionized Starbucks workers from across the country were able to attend these hearings and address the committee so that Schultz and these out-of-touch GOP senators had to see their faces and hear their stories. There's no way that they can ignore workers like Maggie Carter, who talked about how her manager gave her next to no choice during the pandemic when she requested a transfer and how regional leadership would build cases against individual workers who voted to unionize. 
or Jason Saxton, who described the extremely tense environment where stores were taken over by interim management teams that monitored workers and literally took notes on the things that they would say during their shifts with the intention of firing them. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous to have to work in these type of environments. And this type of harassment has got to stop. I honestly hope that this Senate hearing and the complaints to the NLRB actually yield change and accountability for Starbucks, as well as protections for workers in general. Yeah, totally. I mean, obviously Starbucks first and foremost, but there are so many other companies that are trying to do this exact same thing, looking at Starbucks and being like, can we get away with it? They're doing it. Right. And I feel like this is a big opportunity to set the record straight. So I really hope that that's what happens. Anyways, elsewhere on the Hill, the Senate voted yesterday, 66 to 30 across party lines, to repeal authorizations for the use of military force against Iraq. This vote follows the 20th anniversary of the 2003 Iraq invasion. Its repeal would prevent presidents, current and future, from taking military action in Iraq without congressional approval. Look, I think this is long overdue. Like, yep. couldn't have happened sooner. 20 years sooner, in fact. But Seriously. can you get us up to speed on AUMFs as they're known and which ones this repeal applies to? Yeah, so obviously the power to declare war lies with Congress, but an AUMF gives presidents the power to authorize more limited military action. But I mean... Limited does not really do too much here. Like the right. Iraq war was huge, very costly, very deadly right. and authorized entirely on this. But anyways, in this case, especially the authorization lasts far longer than the issues that prompted them in the first place. So back in 2002, the AOMF at the center of this bill gave then President George W. Bush the authority to invade Iraq on the false pretense that Saddam Hussein's regime had weapons of mass destruction. They did not. Uh, no, they did not. Yeah, it is, it's very widely accepted as a huge mistake that we should not have done this. It's extremely deadly, extremely costly, and very bad. This bill also repeals the 1991 AUMF that authorized the Gulf War, but I will note that both of these are very different than the AUMF that directly followed 9-11 in 2001. That specifically targeted terrorist groups. That's the one that people refer to as a blank check. It's been used to back military action around the world by presidents that have followed Bush. Um, And it's very unlikely that that's going anywhere anytime soon, though some Democrats do hope to rewrite that one after repealing this one. Yeah, thanks for breaking down the difference between those two, because they are extremely different. And I also got to shout out our friend of the WAD, Representative Barbara Lee, who was the lone dissenting vote in the House on that one. So huge deal. But let's talk about timing. Why is Congress doing this right now? Yeah, I mean, this is not the first time that people have tried to repeal the 2002 AUMF. It's been a long time that this has been in place. And, you know, it's far outlasted the length of that war. The Democratic-led House voted to repeal it back in 2021. They had the support of 49 Republicans at the time, but it did not get a vote in the Senate. Obviously, Iraq didn't have WMDs that were at the heart of this particular authorization, so not based in fact, but also, as I was saying, extremely outdated. The Iraq war officially ended in 2011. With this still in place, it could be used to justify or support the justification of far-reaching military actions by presidents way beyond its original scope, which it actually has been. Trump used it in 2020 to assassinate Iranian General Qasem Soleimani. During the Obama administration, it was used to justify airstrikes against ISIS in Iraq and Syria. Opponents of this repeal basically say that, you know, presidents need this flexibility, like, to be able to act quickly, whatnot. But I mean, 
this is just totally not relevant to giving them that. Like this is so tailored to a specific thing that has been over for so long. But the Biden administration supports this effort to repeal these AUMFs. They say its repeal would have, quote, no impact on current U.S. military operations. So nothing to worry about, you know, disruption wise there. And they're very on board with getting rid of it and doing things by the book. I'm glad the Biden administration is on board, but I don't expect House Republicans to be on board. So we know that this House conference has been kind of wild from jump. So what's the likelihood of this actually getting repealed and passing through the House? Who knows? As you said, I mean, there's Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who's actually signaled support for it. So, I mean, TBD there. But as we all know about Kevin McCarthy, he is leading a caucus that does not exactly follow what he has to say, does not exactly respect him very much. And there are a bunch of nuts who... God only knows. God only knows what they will do about anything. So obviously we will keep following this, but that is the latest for now. We'll be back after a quick ad break. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, Books promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach & Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit betterhelp.com slash wad today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash wad. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. Pope Francis was hospitalized in Rome on Wednesday with a respiratory infection. According to a statement from the Vatican, it is not due to COVID, but the 86-year-old has had difficulty breathing recently and will need a few days of, quote, appropriate medical therapy. 
The report comes at one of the busiest times of year for the Pope, with a Palm Sunday Mass coming up this weekend, with Holy Week and Easter just around the corner. Maybe Balenciaga can gift him an actual puffer so he can bundle up amid his busy schedule. I was so sad to see that that picture was fake. I really believed in my heart that he looked fantastic. I love the look. A small island nation in the South Pacific that is directly threatened by climate change may soon get its day in court. The United Nations yesterday voted to allow Vanuatu to present its case for survival to the International Court of Justice at The Hague, namely to argue that higher income countries must be held accountable for contributing to global warming. It's well documented that poorer countries are bearing the brunt of human-driven climate change, even though they produce far less pollution. Case in point, Vanuatu has been battling rapid sea level rise and more frequent storms, with some projections estimating that some of its islands could be completely underwater within the next few decades, and some villages are already uninhabitable. And speaking of the countries fueling the crisis, the Biden administration announced that it will auction off more than 70 million acres within the Gulf of Mexico for offshore oil and gas drilling. What? You can thank Senator Joe Manchin, fuck that guy, for <sighs> this one. He forced the auction into last year's Inflation Reduction Act in exchange for his support for the bill. Let's, let's a uh, couple of things here. Really, Joe Manchin, this is your priority? Okay. And number two, didn't we just have that massive oil spill like yeah. 13 years ago in the Gulf of Mexico? I'm sure the local environment has not recovered from any of that to allow this type of auction and sell and use of that land. Sickening. Yeah, that is so crazy. I cannot even begin to explain how wild and nuts it is that they have to do this. Looks like the indictment forecasters were wrong because the Manhattan grand jury investigating Donald Trump's alleged role in a hush money payment to adult film actress Stormy Daniels will not hear more evidence until at least late April. According to sources familiar with the matter, the panel is going on a pre-planned one-month hiatus, which in turn delays any possible indictment of the former president. It's possible that the grand jury schedule could change, but as of now, its members are not scheduled to meet until after Passover. The FDA on Wednesday approved the over-the-counter sale of Narcan, a life-saving medication that reverses the effects of an opioid overdose. Narcan is basically the nasal spray version of naloxone, which as of last year, anyone could get without a prescription, though individual states have different rules on how to get it, and many pharmacies have opted not to carry it. But the FDA's approval allows the drug to be sold at convenience stores, grocery stores, and even vending machines. Narcan is expected to become more widely available by late summer, though the cost of the drug may vary from state to state, and it's not clear if most health insurance policies will cover the -the over-the-counter version. However, it's a big step for harm reduction, and advocates say making the medication more accessible will help reduce the number of opioid overdose deaths nationwide. According to the FDA, drug overdoses killed more than 100,000 people last year alone. It's truly tragic. Yeah, this is a huge deal. I mean, as you said, a huge step in harm reduction and really hope that the insurance companies step up and cover this and make this something, yeah, that people can afford because this is really, really important life-saving stuff. Your March Madness may turn into March Sadness when you realize how quickly the month-long college basketball tournament has slipped through time's hourglass. 
We didn't even notice. Girl, not a blip on my radar. (laughs) (laughs) This weekend marks the penultimate challenge for the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournament. What started as 68 teams from America's colleges has now narrowed to a surprising field of four for both brackets. On the men's side, for the first time ever, no teams from the tournament's top three seeds advanced to the semifinals. Meanwhile, on the women's side, Friday night's Final Four games will be the first in 38 years to not include the Goliath programs of Tennessee, Stanford, or UConn, and that is kind of a big deal. While the men's tournament is known for its upsets and Cinderella stories, there has historically been less opportunity for rising programs in the women's tournament. The winners of Friday's matchups will face each other in the women's NCAA championship game this Sunday in Dallas. No matter who takes the title this weekend, between the pending Mifepristone ruling in the state and the movement on their own anti-drag bill, the real winner here will be any woman who still manages to have a good time in Texas. When I tell you these coaches are probably like, stay in your room, stay in the hotel, do not leave. It ain't safe. Don't do shit. Texas ain't safe. Uh-uh. You cannot have any fun here. Get out of there as quickly as possible. Play the game and leave. <laughs> Safety first, girls. Truly. And those are the headlines. We have got some exciting news from our friends at Hysteria. They have teamed up with Crooked Coffee to create a delicious new blend called Petty Brew, and it's available now. Because let's face it, sometimes you need something a little stronger than tea to sip on. It's got a chocolatey, nutty flavor profile with notes of cherry, so it is the perfect punchy brew to help you get through a long day of nonsense. You can pick up a bag right now at crooked.com slash coffee. That sounds so good, and that is what I'm about to do right now. And one last thing before we go, Wad is going to take a short break tomorrow to celebrate Cesar Chavez Day. We'll be back with a new episode on Monday, April 3rd. That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, be the Cinderella of basketball, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just April Fool's Day pranks that are clearly lies, like me, What a Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at cricket.com slash subscribe. I'm Juanita Tolliver. I'm Priyanka Arabindi. And, and si se, se puede. When I tell you I'm so grateful for Cesar Chavez, I'm so grateful for farm workers, agricultural workers. Like, we can't eat without you. Totally. Yes. We rely on you more than you know. Right. What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Bill Lance. Raven Yamamoto is our associate producer. Our head writer is Jossie Kaufman. And our executive producer is Lita Martinez. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Adidas, Elf Cosmetics, and Lego. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. 
During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cashback rates are even bigger. You can save on everything you need for summer like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.